Hey y'all, hey! How's everybody doing this evening? Welcome to The Intersection with your host, Malika Salam, And I'm your host, Malika Salam. Got to say the whole thing every time, like a tribe called Quest. Or a that's right. And that's my baby girl over there on the radio joining me for my premiere show, which also happens to be her birthday. Happy birthday. So why don't you introduce yourself to the people? I'm going to introduce myself to the people. We're going to talk a little bit about what we do and how we wound up here in fabulous St. Petersburg. Well, my name is Amina, also known as the Chocolate Girl Wonder, um, the daughter of Peppa LaBeja from the legendary House of LaBeja. So what's tea, what's really tea? Well, we can get into that in just a minute. We will definitely be talking about all of the tea, all tea, no shade here at the intersection. So let's get into some introductions. What is the intersection? Um, on the intersection, we will be talking about where all of the things come together. I'm black. I'm a woman. I'm queer. I'm fat. Uh, I have no shame about any of those things. I bring all of those things to the table to inform any conversation that I'm in. So please meet me at the intersection of all things. So, first show. Haven't been on the radio in a while. Used to do a little podcasting. This is slightly different. Um, so let's just, let's get right into the tea. Let's let's talk about what's tea this week. What's all happening in the entertainment world and how that, um, how that applies to us. So you know they released the trailer this week for Black Panther. It has been all over social media all week panther 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 and i'm mad because it's not coming out until 2018. february of 2018. like black history month is going to be the blackest history month ever Whoa. since it was black history week like we're going in everybody is going in people are already starting on their costumes like it's going to be bigger than carnival like people are so ready i've been seeing comparisons on the on the trailer and on the poster for um, the Huey P. Newton. Have you seen that? No. So, so there's a, um, you know, the old picture of Huey P. Newton in the big wicker chair with this gun on the yeah. side. I can't wait. I've been waiting for a while. I'm, I've been waiting to see Chadwick Boseman in something else um, ever since. Yeah, ever since I saw him get on. Uh, uh, definitely a great actor. I think that there are a lot more things for him to do. I'm excited that they're bringing this to the screen. And it's like the blackest cast ever. The blackest, blackest, blackest cast. Man, I feel like it's like, like the theme song for the movie should be I'm Black Y'all from CB4. And I'm black and black, and I'm black y'all. It's, yeah, it's going to be everything. And I can't wait because I love a good, I'm like. I'm soul food in my bag. I feel like I'm you're not I feel like you're not even going to have to sneak soul food in. I feel like there's going to be a receiving line at the movie theater. Like Look. I feel like they're already going to be set up. Like the concessions are going to be completely different mm -hmm. than what they normally are. Like it's going to be greens and macaroni and cheese, <laughs> little fried chicken. And I mean y'all, look, we already know some people are going to be mad about this. Like oh Malika, that's so stereotypical. But listen it's true. And it's going to have flavor. It's true. More than five sprinkles of salt. More than just butter. Listen, more than just buttered popcorn. And it's okay if they don't set up the concessions for us. It's okay. Because we all know that we got that one friend or we 
if you don't know who that one friend is, it's probably because it's you right. that got the big bag Look. and that's going to hit up the, the uh, dollar candies at your at your local dollar store, at your Walmart, the good movie size junk. That's the movies that just ridiculously expensive like it's just like ten dollars for a bucket of popcorn <laughs> all i'm saying is i want to see i want to see all of the representations of blackness um me myself i can't wait to dress up i just need an excuse to dress up so um so you guys don't know me let me tell you a little bit about myself i just need an excuse to dress up because i do burlesque so i love anything that has to do with costumes um and i am going to be queening so hard yes. like Man. I'm going to be the queening is storm that I can possibly be like big white hair all white. like I'm I'm coming through that joint please believe me so let's see we had that happen this week um and Amber Rose Love. oh my gosh so listen when folks talk about what is it that they say about shutting down the internet Oh, broke the, broke the internet. Yes, right? That's the thing. Like, ah, oh, gone and break the internet. Gone and break the internet. Listen. Well, uh, fuck down there. She, she broke the internet with that one. I actually saw something that said Amber Rose bushwhaxed the internet. Okay, cute play, on, cute play on words. Listen, it's the T. Cute play on words. The thing is, what she did served its purpose. Some people didn't get it. They were like, oh my God, Amber Rose posed and she had her whole business out on the internet for the internet to see. First of all, she took charge of her body, like. Listen, say that little young person over there. Like she took charge of her body. Like for the longest time, girls would tell you, you can't wear this. You have to be modest, modest girls are the hottest girls. When in all actuality, it's my body. That's what I want to flaunt and I want to own it. Like, that's a beautiful thing. And women don't get to do that. And especially women of color don't get to do that often. Indeed. So, as I said, I have a guest in today. That's my guest, Amina, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Wilhelmina Slam. Yes, yes. The the chocolate girl wonder so i also um have some other people in studio i have my girl here with me always having my back supporting me 100 thank you baby and i have an engineer not because i'm special or fancy but because i don't know how to run the boards yet okay what you say <laughs> right so uh everybody say hey miguel hey Hey, Miguel. Hey. <laughs> so Miguel is in here helping me learn how to run these boards. Uh, it's my first. It's my first time. Haven't said that in a while. <laughs> is that is wow. that is that, right, is that appropriate to say on this station? I don't. <laughs> get hit with the FCC. I'm keeping keeping my profanitizing uh, to a minimum or zero, so we don't get in trouble. So um, I am on 99.1 Jams in the bird. 99.1. So, quick little story about 99.1. I grew up in California, and we had a uh, 99.1 KGGI, and it was the station. It was the station that broke all of the music. It was our R&B. We had a you know Sunday night old school. This is how I learned who Art LeBeau was. Like it was all that good old school stuff. Very California lowrider on a Sunday. So when I had the opportunity, when this opportunity came up for me to come to the station and do a guest spot, I was super excited because I'm like, yay, I get to be on 
991. This is like a childhood dream. So I feel like everything has come full circle. So I feel right at home with y'all, and I hope y'all feel right at home with me. So the phone is ringing. I was hoping I wasn't in trouble. Okay, good deal. They hadn't tried to shut me down yet. We still in this piece. See how long it, it lasts. We're trying to stretch this out a little bit. So um, let's see, we were talking about Amber Rose. Mm -hmm. Amber Rose broke the internet. And this is the thing, her taking agency of her body gave a lot of women and men permission to do the same thing. And it started the Amber Rose challenge. So of course they shut her down. They shut her down, pulled the picture down immediately. Of course it went against all kinds of nudity standards. So it's all over the internet all over the internet listen <laughs> so she's out there and she empowered a bunch of other people to get out there so um that that was the tea on that super excited to see women and men taking charge of their bodies owning who they are we are all about body positivity and self-love 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 and self-care are an imperative don't let anybody tell you otherwise you got to love yourself first if you don't love you Ain't nobody else gonna do it either. Okay. You got a live call on the air. All right. So it looks like I have my first live call. Okay. Right. Hey, caller. Welcome to the intersection. Can you speak up a little? Can't hear you. Yeah, I can hear you now. How you doing? Two questions? Hey, I can hear you. You said you have two questions? All right, call me back, doll. That's okay, baby. Sometimes it happens. You know, I got Sprint. Sometimes it works in okay, Gulf Court. Sometimes it works on the South Side. Might work in Tampa. Might not. Right. <laughs> you do what you can. Hey, but yeah, call in. The request line number is 727-637-2416. If you want to talk about some tea, if you got some interesting information that you want to share, got some questions that you want to ask, we're here for it. I'm here for it. What's interesting is I got tea early. Well, I didn't get tea. Sam got tea for me. And... I didn't even know we were going to be spilling tea, so that's all. True story. So, yeah, that'll be the format of the show. We'll come in. We'll talk about a little tea. If you want to talk to me, talk to me. Give us a call, and we'll uh, put it out there. All tea, no shade. So I'm, so I'm asking Miguel for cues, so y'all be patient with me. Miguel, what am I supposed to do next, baby? Can you play uh, some promos? All right, so we're going to hit you with a couple of promos right quick, and we'll be right back at you. We're looking at the toughest Jamaica in the United States of America. Well, go on, this is your boy, DJ Jerry Street on the Jamaica. You don't know it's at about 99 jams to break. Every Friday and Saturday, midnight to 2 a.m., we give you the overdose. Featuring the hottest and the latest dancehall, reggae music, plus more. So make sure you're tuning in and make sure you talk some wicked, wicked vibes. Log on to reggaespill.net or 99.1 FM.
Bringing you positive vibes. Take a little flight with me, Angela B, on the Caribbean Concord from 12 to 3 p.m. right here on the all-new 99.1 FM, 99 Jams. You can listen online on ReggaeSpain.net or TuneIn with the new app. The Caribbean Concord on the all-new 99 Jams. The Berg. This Friday night, get ready to party. Chill. Get your groove on. The Friday night's old school jam. It's the Z-Man. Join me as I play the strongest songs and the smoothest grooves. From the 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, funk, soul, R&B, disco, hip-hop, neoclassic soul, and more. Friday from 9 p.m. till midnight. Right here on the all-new 99 Jams, The Berg. This Friday night, get ready to party. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I will. The Friday night's old-school jam. It's the Z-Man. Join me as I play the strongest songs and the smoothest grooves. From the 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Funk, soul, R&B, disco, hip-hop, neoclassic soul, and more. Friday from 9 p.m. till midnight. Right here on the all-new 99 Jams, The Berg. The Southern Soul Express with DJ Heavy Love. Tuesdays and Thursdays from 1 till 3 p.m. The Southern Soul Express. Monday from 9 p.m. until midnight, the Express rolls through the night for the night train. DJ Heavy Love. 99 Jams, The Berg. 99 Jams. Thank you. 
Hey y'all, hey, and we are back. Played a little Frank Ocean for you because it's rainy season here. Like the whole summer here is the tropics. So this summer makes two years that we've been in the great state of Florida, the sunshine state, eternal summer. I love it. I love it so much. It's great. Um, it's like the best parts of California and Memphis. Yes, I said Memphis. It's like all of the wonderful stuff that I experienced living in Memphis for almost 20 years and then the beach and culture of living on a coast. So um, speaking of Memphis, we have some listeners from Memphis. Hey y'all, hey. hey I see my crew, they're checking in with me. Thanks for the support, y'all. What do, what do the young kids say? Squad. <laughs> y'all don't say that anymore? That's not what's hot? That's not. What y'all say now? See, this is what happens when your mom <laughs> thinks she's cool. And then you have to remind I'm her, cool. like... I'm not a cool kid, mom, so I don't know what these kids are talking about these days. You know, I'm... Meanwhile, she's the coolest kid. And, <laughs> again, when you think you're cool, and then your children have to remind you, like, you cool, but you, like, 40-year-old cool. Like, you cool with your friends. <laughs> like, they're all there for it. Um, but maybe not so much her and her friends. And that's, you know, that's okay. I earned it. I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be cool in my lane. I'm going to stay in my lane. How about that? How about that? That's always a good place to be. Speaking of lanes, let's switch lanes for a minute and talk about what's going on locally. So, um, again, the intersection is an, a show about intersectionality. So, of course, I have to talk about being at the intersection of the LGBTQIA community. Yes, Lots of letters. Every time. every time. Just like Malika Salam. And a, and a pimp named Slickback. So, um, so Pride is coming up. Very excited about Pride. This will be my second Pride in St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg actually has one of the biggest Prides in the nation. Definitely the biggest Pride in Florida. So I'm excited for that. It's a nighttime parade. Because you're always in Memphis. All right. See, that's how that works, don't? Which you well, technically, your fam bam sends for you in you Memphis. Are, you are, you are, you are. Right. right. Your god sister and your auntie and then they want to see you. So, you know, and that's cool. I mean, next year, next year, we'll get them down here first, and then y'all can go back after Pride. See how that works? You just got to renegotiate the deal, baby. <laughs> so Pride is coming up next weekend. I'm super excited for it. I'm hosting a party. Um... I am working on outfits. We're all working on outfits. It's like last minute, so this isn't going to be like carnival, big feather outfit. Uh, I feel like right now my outfit involves Skittles. I'm getting rainbow. Yeah, I'm getting Skittles. Uh, something about taste the rainbow. Mm -hmm. Get into it. Like yeah. So definitely going to be there. Uh, definitely going to be there. Big upping the station, uh, directing people to come listen to us at 99.1 FM. 99.1 Jams, the Berg, gonna be out there repping and putting on for my city, cause this is my <laughs> yes, cause this is my new city. So yeah, gonna get out there and do a oh, little yeah. promo. So if I'm you Memphis born and raised, so y'all know that. We gotta know that. All right, so she put that out there. We're transplants. We'll be out there. Uh, be out there repping, repping for the radio station. Mm -hmm. Definitely in all rainbow everything doing the utmost 
with all of my crew doing the utmost. I'm talking about mesh and beads and feathers and what do you call the little things that you wear, the little Spanx things that you wear under your cheerleading skirt, that type of situation, little boy short type of situation. Listen, basically everybody's trying to wear the least amount I of clothes. Cheer for a legit cheer team, so we never got into that. Oh, that was all shade. No tea, oh, just shade. So yeah, so we'll be out there for Pride. I'm really excited about Pride. Last year when we went to Pride, um, it was a bittersweet Pride. Uh, there was a lot of support because the pulse shooting, yeah, the pulse shooting had just happened. So we are a year removed from that. And it's still a little bit scary to go into certain places. So like, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, I saw somebody post something today that I really wasn't prepared for. I didn't necessarily have the words for it. And it was about being queer but not presenting as queer in queer spaces and I was like yo I can absolutely relate to that because I've been told before like I didn't know you, you were gay good. you don't look gay I'm like what is what that right like, what is what does that like even mean right or be flamboyant if you're a man Right. And I mean, it's it's an identity thing. And it's definitely about the way that people try to box us in. Um, but the way that she worded it really had to had to do with our erasure. Like you have to fit into these certain boxes. Right. So going back to how people have been policing Amber Rose and mm -hmm. basically saying, Which um, I love mother. She is mother. She is mother. She is mother. Um, it, but yeah, they've been like trying to slut shame her. They have been trying to body shame her. They've basically, you know, called her out on her parenting. Oh, you can't be a good mother. Your kids are going to be, your right. son is going to be embarrassed. What happens when he goes to school? Like that's the, first of all, that's not the type of child that she's raising. Okay. So let's be very clear about she is not raising a child that is going to have those same type of hangups. She, she is, is raising Sebastian. Right. That's who she's raising. So. And Sebastian knows who his mother is. She doesn't try to hide that from him. She doesn't go places and, you know, throw on a muumu or a flannel shirt because I'm out with my baby. She is who she is at all times. And I certainly appreciate that about her. And um, it does a lot to inform me when it comes to parenting you because I'm me and what am I gonna do I'm gonna hide that I tried I tried to be somebody different I tried to like tone it down and like maybe cover up my tattoos and not color my hair and maybe not have as many piercings and I mean honestly what was that teaching you I felt like when I became an adult I was gonna go out and get piercings and tattoos and things like that anyway so you right and what does that tell you about being like proud of who I am being proud of my body like that's definitely not the message that I wanted right. to send you and when I when I had a chance to think about it a little bit more I definitely was able to embrace it in a different way and I think that it's made me a better parent to be able to fully be myself with you and to be transparent with you and so no pun intended <laughs> And so I, so I think that it's, um, I think it's super important that we have those conversations with our children when they're young, having age appropriate conversations about body, about body agency, um, and about when you send people out into the world who are comfortable with who they are, they aren't, they don't 
spend so much time being busy trying to police other people. Mm -hmm. So I say that getting back to being uncomfortable in certain spaces, I've been made to feel uncomfortable in certain spaces. It's not like I go into that space and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in this space and therefore I must be uncomfortable. People have definitely made it a point to like let me know that I wasn't welcome, that I wasn't um, black enough, that I wasn't gay enough, that I wasn't thin enough, um, even sometimes that I wasn't fat enough because there's this whole thing about big fats and small fats. Listen, I'm fat. I sweat. I have rolls and I sweat in my rolls. It, I don't know any other way to, to say that. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm definitely not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Not going to use euphemisms. Not going you to, your big <laughs> right. Not going to try to dress it up for other people's comfortability. Like it, it is what it is. And it's, you know, right out there on display. So again, going back to the intersection and how all of these things play together, there are definitely spaces that I have been made to feel uncomfortable in. And I had to be okay with myself. I hear you. That was me, actually, at one point. People, I wasn't good enough. Like, uh, or if I was with more proper children, I wasn't proper enough. It's like, well, you're black, so you must be ghetto. And then with the black kids, it's like, no, you talk white, so we don't want to hang out with you either. Right. So it's like, I had to figure out how to fit in between, but then I just re I realized, like, I'm me, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not supposed to be super good or super proper. I'm just supposed to be me, you feel me? So. Right, and whatever that looks like, that can always be a changing thing. Um, one of the things, and I don't know that I'm, that I'm clear yet on what happened with Pulse. Like, there was so much information that came out around that. And the scary thing is that there's a piece of information that came out that the person who did that may have been dealing with a self-hatred issue, yes. may have been dealing with some internalized issue about his own sexuality and therefore went and took it out on these people. Mm -hmm. And so that's what happens when that part becomes so toxic because it's undealt with. Exactly. Like, again, this goes back to self-love and self-care, about knowing who you are, accepting who you are, what all of the parts. Okay. Of your blunt, blunt self. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, true story. Like, there are places where I am made to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I do not avoid going to those places because that's their problem, not my problem. And they can't give me low self-esteem. Right. It's self-esteem. It's esteem of myself. So I make a choice that I love the body that I'm in, that I love the skin that I'm in, that I'm going to take care of it the absolute best way possible, and that I'm going to go into all of the spaces that I want to go into, that I want to learn about, and that I'm not going to allow anybody to make me feel like I don't belong there because I don't fit into their box. Preach. Just saying. So, um, so that being said, we are continuing to hold the families of the Pulse, um, of the Pulse victims, of the Pulse survivors in our hearts, in our prayers, in our meditations. Um, it takes a long time to get over loss. A long time to get oh, over loss. Um, yeah, you don't ever get over it. You are absolutely right. See, she's the smart one. That's why she's here. She keeps me on my toes. I just be doing a thing and then she'd be right here. Bam, hold up the mirror. <laughs> so, um, yes, it does. It takes 
time to recover and everybody deserves that time to recover and to figure it out for themselves and I want to be in a place where I can always create space for people to do that where I can hold space where I can hold energy um, where people know that they're loved and supported and that comes from me wanting to give people what it is that I want when I'm in that space I want to be loved I want to be supported so that's the kind of downside of this um, there's going to be more security present when we have these type of events now because it's you know basically we're all out in the open and anything can happen I go um, not with the spirit of fear though like I always go with the celebratory spirit I feel like that's one of the best ways that we can overcome that we can show people who we are like don't succumb to those type of threats don't succumb to those type of fears keep living your life keep living your life boldly and proudly and unapologetically all right so it looks like we have another caller caller are you there third time is the charm how you doing this evening? That's good. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening in. Well, thank you so much. Definitely appreciate the support. And we love you back. Yes, it's, it's all love, and that's what it's about. We can't heal unless we put some love in it, right? You can't fight fire okay. with fire. It only makes the fire bigger. Well, thank you. Uh, definitely, it's an honor to even be Look. thought about like that. Um, you know, we're out here doing the best that we can with what we have. We definitely came to spread a message of empowerment and a message of love. Did we lose them? All right. It looks like we lost them. But I just want to say thank you to my first caller. Um, again, very, very it, it feels great to be held in that type of esteem. Um, there definitely is not enough presence and representation for us so um, call us you can find me on all of the social media purple hair and converse or Malika Salam you can definitely find me here every second and fourth Wednesday from six to seven at the intersection I definitely want you to meet me here and tell me what it is that you want to talk about so that I can make sure that you're being represented I'm here as a representation of a bunch of different communities, and I don't want anybody to be left out. Now understand, I say that knowing full well, I can't represent everybody. Some people will definitely have a problem with, the, with what I say and the way that I say it. And that's okay, because that's not my problem. That's yours. I'm here to do what it is that I do, and that's keep it real. I can only, I can only be my authentic self. 
And when you're not being yourself, you're depriving the world of the greatest gift. Listen, she's just in here dropping jewels, like, back to back. No, I got that from Aaron, actually. We were in the car, and he was talking about, like, I have to be myself. If you're not being yourself, like, what is the point? You're depriving the world of something great, so. That's true, because we were all sent here to be who we are at this time for a reason. And once you figure that out, you definitely have to walk in it. Nothing in your life will be in balance until you do that. So um, pride is a big deal for me because last year was the first pride that I went to where I was out. Now, mind you, I've probably been out a good 20 years. Now, Malika, how is it that you've been out a good 20 years, but you have children? Well... Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> there was a time when I wasn't comfortable being fully out and being fully who I was. There were people who were in my life that allowed me, that really shielded me, that gave me a space to move in where I could comfortably go into spaces and be that part of myself that I judged I couldn't show the rest of the world. I was very afraid of judgment from my family. I was afraid that they would be ashamed, that they would be embarrassed. My, uh, my mother one of my foremothers, the one who gave birth to me, biggest supporter. Now, all of my mothers were loving and supportive and non-judgmental. It was my father that I thought was going to be the tough nut to crack. I thought that he would disown me. I thought that he would dislike me. I thought mm -hmm. that I would be an embarrassment to him. And so we never talked about it. 20 years, we never talked about it. In December, I took my girlfriend to my niece's graduation and my brother was there, and we're sitting at the, at the table for brunch, and he, a conversation came up about the dog not being in the bed, and it clicked for him who she was. He didn't say anything. He gave me a look. Later on, we went outside to talk, and he was like, well, who is she? I said, well, that's, that's my girlfriend. And he was like, okay, but your girlfriend, like, your girlfriend? <laughs> right. Or your girlfriend. <laughs> so, um, so I told him, and it was a very teary emotional moment and he said you know why you know I've given you the opportunity to talk about this before you didn't say anything why didn't you say anything I was like well because you guys knew like it's it's obvious that you guys knew you guys have said things and made hints so I didn't feel like I needed to say it and he was like why not like we've all lived our life we've all done whatever we've done what did you think would happen and I told him I thought that you guys would be embarrassed nobody would want to have anything to do with me and he was like why so then he says have you told daddy now, I'm a woman of a certain age. That age has grown. I feel like I don't necessarily have to tell my daddy everything. You are grown, you're um, But that's an important piece.